What's your bedtime? You told me you have to be asleep by two a.m. Ten o'clock. Two a.m. Okay, so we're <laughs> currently, welcome back, guys, to another episode of Tin Foil Thoughts. We had a lot of issues going on my end, but yours was perfect. And who are you? I don't even work here. So that's my you're official be going name. By that, I like it. And can you update the people what my new handle is? The plumber. And. Does anybody know why I call myself the plumber now? Because you because are. Because I'm a plumber, guys. <laughs> I'm officially a licensed plumber. I'm pretty excited, man. I'm walking around. Now I'm looking and judging plumbing when I'm walking around, you know, commercial <laughs> buildings. I'm like, yeah, okay. You know, you know. First of all, when I got the OSHA 30, I'm walking around, you know, giving. You know what? Let's back up. Today's topic is going to be about Mr. McAfee, McAttack, McAlack. Now, Something happened McAfee's, with this guy, but we'll get to it. Some people say, yeah. <laughs> McAfee. McAfee. Yeah, Mr. McAfee. Yeah, this, his so, name's all over the place. So, it, it is what it is. So, uh, real quick, I'm walking around, first of all, when I got the OSHA 10, you know, I felt like sighting some people walking around, you know? People, I'm like, where's your hat, sir? Where's your... And then I got the OSHA 30 that I didn't quite earn officially, but I did. <laughs> And I started walking around citing people with sticky notes, leaving them on cars. You park like an ass. You did this. <laughs> F you. Like, Violation. sir, I don't think that's what OSHA does. I don't think that's what OSHA does. Violation of my eyeballs. You need to learn how to dress, Martha, whatever it may be. So, but anyways, and then, I'm a licensed And then you're building now. a house carrying a sheetrock, two pieces of sheetrock up the stairs on your back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That don't, that don't make... For me, if I can't see it, it didn't happen. So like, <laughs> on my construction sites, I'm going to try and watch it now, you know, because I did injure myself a couple of times. Like, that makes sense why I injured myself. That's an OSHA violation. <laughs> Especially, come with me and you'll see a world of OSHA violations. You get me started on that. All of a sudden, my feed just turns into funny hilariousness. I'm like, <laughs> at one point before my OSHA training, I'm going to be honest, it's actually kind of worth it because before my OSHA training, I was like, What's wrong with that? Oh, aluminum ladder. It could fall on power lines. Oh, that, that don't do that. Like, okay, that makes sense. So, but anyways. Now there's how like a been? knowledge. You're like, that makes sense. That does make sense. That doesn't make sense. So now, now we finally got a good setup. Hopefully, hopefully. If, awesome. if I like cool it, because like I've been telling you, I was so jealous, so jealous of your audio. And I set that audio up and I couldn't get my own audio set up. <laughs> <laughs> it was, a, it was a mess. I know. I was just like, I don't. Your audio we, sounds better. But we just plug it in. <laughs> no, I don't know. What I had to go through the settings. You're like, I don't even know what this means. I'm like, well, you're, that's the perfection of settings. I don't know how you didn't know. But, <laughs> so I copied your settings. So hopefully we're we're on the on the same page. So so how have you been cool. since last time we spoke on the mic? Uh, we've been a little better now. Man, life has been so crazy lately. It's it's been nice to just kind of slow down just a hair and there's still a lot going on but it hasn't been quite as he hectic and then i got a water pick so i was like oh my gosh Ooh. you know I, okay so i think the whole dentistry thing is kind of a scam not as okay, a whole okay. obviously dental health is important right but i think there's a lot of things that go on in the dental industry that maybe aren't necessary um and that people are overcharged for or convinced that they need to do um i mean i don't know how cavities. many times i've gone in and yeah especially cavities i think three times in my life now i've gone in and they're like oh you have a cavity on this tooth then i went somewhere else and they're like oh you have a cavity on this tooth and it was a completely different tooth on the completely different jaw and then i went to That's another crazy. dentist and they were like you have no cavities so it's just i find myself having a hard time believing them all of the time. And then especially when it comes to like um, tooth removals or like um, uh, root canals, root canals terrify me. But anyways, that's besides the point. So <laughs> I've always gone to the dentist and when I get my teeth cleaning, you know, they like stab your gums and then they're like, oh, your gums are bleeding. You got gingivitis. You need to floss more. And I'm like, get man, if together. you just, I know, I'm like, if you just don't stab me in the gum, I might not bleed. 
But um, when I do floss, I have I've always bled when I floss. Like as far as I can remember, any time I flossed, I would bleed. So I eventually just stopped flossing because to me, I was like, this is, doesn't work. So then when um, Mastering Mayhem and I married, he was like, well, no, you just need to floss enough and then you'll stop bleeding. Yeah. So I literally fl- have flossed for an entire year and I've Are bled every single time. I, I used to bleed doing? when I brush my teeth even. And I don't brush oh, them. hard. sensitive gums. Just, yeah, they, my gums would just always bleed. Now I've had a water pick. I've had a water pick about a week now. The first, yeah. I'm doing it twice a day because um, okay. I had oh, some issues. Lot, yeah. yeah, I had some issues in one area of my mouth that was kind of tender around the gum area. So I read, you know, I can do, um, I can do it multiple times a day. There's no like you can't do it too much because it kind of just massages your gums and stuff. So I've been doing gotcha. it two times a day for a week. The first two days, my gums bled when I used the water floss. So I was like, oh, great. This is the same thing. The We're third day, I know. The third day, my my gums look different. Mine, I have like a gummy smile for those that know me in person. Like my gums show a lot when I smile. But I've always kind of had like puffy gums just in general, <laughs> even, even though I've... Um, I think I have pretty decent oral hygiene, but man, my gums are just like changing. They're like smaller, more, they're just closer to my teeth. Oddly, the third day didn't bleed at all. Even when I brushed my teeth, I didn't bleed. So I'm a believer. I mean, Jackie's always told us like, oh, you need to get a water pick, the water. And I was like, okay, you know, I I just thought it, I just thought it was one of those things that she kind of got like scammed into because Jackie just kind of goes with whatever trends are going on. So I was like, yeah, "Yeah, whatever. I'm not, I'm not dropping a hundred dollars on something. And then just recently we saw one, it was, uh, it was on sale. We got it for $60 and it came with a bunch of different tips and stuff. So oh, you can nice. have multiple users and stuff. Um, it's, I mean, it's a great machine. Ten out of ten, highly recommend it. I mean, the the difference in my gums is just astounding. It's easy to use. It feels good. You feel like you almost feel like you come out of the dentist every time because it just. What company is it? What brand is it? Panasonic? Is it uh, Oral B? No, it's literally Waterpick. I got the Waterpick brand. Waterpick, that's a thing. Oh, okay. Yeah, you know, because yeah. You saying that is I've I've had for years. I've had the Oral B, and I get all the different series: the Oral B seven hundred, six hundred, five hundreds, the Trump series, where you can control it with your phone, all sorts of stuff. And it's the same oh, kind cool. of shape that you actually see at when they do the polish on your teeth for the oh wow uh-huh. for the dentist. It's the same shape. So I was like, ah, I'll get that one. Sure enough, every time I, I brush my teeth for more than 30 seconds, it feels like I just left the dentist. So every yeah. time now I go to the dentist every few years, they're like, what? You know, you've never had a cavity? Never had a cavity. Just so everyone knows. And I've had that. I've used it since I was like 16 and I've never had a cavity. So oh, and wow. I've never had a dentist yeah, I, tell me I had a cavity, which is crazy. Oh, wow. That's pretty so, crazy too. Yeah. I got some chompers I, I'm, on me. I, I'm debating if I've ever actually had cav- cavities now cuz obviously the whole conspiracy that's going on in my mind but um not, <laughs> I do ha- I have I, mean, has, I have two has, fillings cuz yeah oh gotcha okay yeah so cuz we grew up yeah, in the same just, water we grew up with the same dental hygiene being pushed upon us you know what I what I tell people here in the house I'm like hey you don't have to brush all your teeth just the ones you want to keep <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I, I say that so often because I heard it. I heard it in a movie, maybe, or I heard it from a dentist. I don't even know who I heard it from, but you know, either you brush all your teeth. Wait, you don't. Now I just messed up my own saying. You don't have to brush all your teeth, just the ones you want to keep. So, <laughs> anywho, well, you know, that's cool. the also the water pick. Uh, I know you and I have discussed this in the past. I I don't really deal with it much now because I got my wisdom teeth removed. But now thinking back like if i would have gotten this when i was having problems with water my wisdom teeth oh excuse me yeah 10 out of 10 the water pick would have helped the other day i had a two days ago I don't know, recently um i had like a piece of like meat like beef stuck between my teeth and i just could not get it out so then when i got home i just went and shot it with a little bit of the water pick water <clears throat> came right out like it, it, it's just it's amazing yeah I like yeah, if you, I'll take definitely it. you have any problems with like tooth gapping, that stuff tends to get stuck in there. Any type of swollen, like 
10 out of 10 recommend. Even if you have good oral hygiene, just much easier than flossing. It's easier to reach yeah. back there. You clean you clean underneath the gums as well. It's just it's a great, great send, tool. send me send me the one you bought and I'll 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 go buy one. And I'll even put the okay. link in the description, give a review next couple of podcasts be like, "You know what? There guys? we go. <laughs> I regret I regret ever telling you about it. I'm missing the first time in my life. I have a cavity. Like what happened there?" I know, right? So, <laughs> But any anyway, let's let's get let's get it moving. I've wasted a lot of time. I've wasted a lot of your time today just trying to get the audio kind of somewhat right. And if this audio does yeah. not work, I'm posting it. I'm posting it. How about that? <laughs> it's not a waste so, if we're trying to perfect something. There we go. There we go. I'm tired of all these people sending me bad bad emails. Get your life together. I'm like, hey man, <laughs> I'm trying. I got a lot of problems. I know. Though. I was talking to Anna, and Anna was like, one time uh, you were like, oh. I, I, that we brought up some topic and I was going to explain it, but then we went off on a tangent. We we went left and we never came back to it. She's like, I need you to not do that. <laughs> I was like, oh, my well, bad. I can't guarantee it. Thanks for listening. Appreciate the feedback. I love the feedback, but can't guarantee it. No, no. We just okay, go so off on a tangent. We'll, yeah. I'll, I'll let me, let me start off because I did a little research with this topic and you know, I didn't get too far into the conspiracy aspect of it. I just got the facts. So let me just run the facts and then you shoot at me, you know, kind of the conspiracy aspect of it. And we'll kind of see where we end up. Okay. But uh, we're, we're talking about Mr. McAfee. Now, McAfee in 2016, if you don't remember, he actually ran for president. And he is the, <laughs> yeah. creator, he is the creator of McAfee antivirus. So I think uh, in June 23rd, we found out that he had passed. So... A lot of people are saying it was suicide. A lot of people are saying it wasn't. But as far as we know right now, it was suicide. So he, like McAfee sold his company in the 80s. So let's, let me just give you an idea of how much money this guy had. Oh, sorry. Oh, shit. Oh, it, I'll, I'll edit that out. <laughs> oh, I just oh, almost oh. fell. I almost fell and I'm <laughs> sitting down. So this guy had about, when the company was sold, it sold for $7.8 billion. Okay. That's a tremendous amount of money this guy had. So he really, he was an early adopter to a lot of cryptocurrency. So they really don't know how much money he has as of right now. So, you know, he, there's still a lot of little turmoil with his actual net worth. He was worth a lot of money though. He lived life kind of like Dan Bilzerian before Dan Bilzerian. So you name it. He would do, he did more things interesting wise. Like if I had a lot of money, I'd do the exact same things. So if you Google him, the crazy stuff he did, guns, snorkeling, travel, vacations, but whatever he wanted to do, he just kind of did. So his his early day, you know, sold sold the company. He, here's one thing that he brought up. He brought up that he was finding these viruses. He was like, oh, that's, oh, this is how it's, what is this? He dissected a virus and within two days, he wrote his first script for McAfee antivirus. And within six months of him creating that first script, his company was worth $30 million because he was one of the first few people that made any kind of antivirus. So even growing up, if you remember, the, his was probably the only one that every computer came with. So and he had a free version too. Free version. I never really used it because I never wanted to pay for it. I'd always use AVG free. But here recently before he passed, he, had, he even said, hey, these antivirus systems, don't waste your time, don't waste your money. That's just obsolete. There's no need to have. But however, if you're trying to do a, a mat or a, what is it? A PC without any antivirus, you're going to want something. So I recommend AVG free. And that's a good one to have because you can't even connect a PC to the internet anymore without having some kind of software because you're, you break the computer by just surfing the web. Getting on YouTube, it crashed dead without any antivirus, which is crazy. So Jeez. When, I was wipe, when, when I was wiping a lot of computers clean for people, the moment I would connect to the internet, if I didn't have anything ready to get installed immediately, the computer was fried instantly. It was crazy. I can't. I can't explain it. But that so was probably I wonder, do early Max, 2000. Do Max have yes. have it yes. installed automatically? Okay. The, the That's why people go for system. Max too, because it's just easier. You don't have to maintenance it. So, it yeah. comes with the updates. I'm sure, right? Oh, oh yeah, and it, everything's free. So, for example, we we all run Max here. So, without ever doing anything. The Mac operating system is an antivirus and firewall all together. So it's all integrated together. So it works really, really nice. And if there is a virus that hits, overnight you'll have an update that fixes it, which is pretty cool. You never have to pay for anyone to update it. So they're constantly, 
they've just been so good at it, which is surprising because there's a lot of hate for the Mac world. So I'm su- I'm surprised no PC people really want to go and you know take a bite at a crime. Like, oh, I got you here, man. I'll show you what a non antivirus is. So <laughs> again, there I went on a tangent. So within six months of him starting McAfee Antivirus, he was the company alone was worth thirty million dollars, which is impressive. It's that's an impressive feat. You know, that's how needed it was. So I'll fast forward a little bit. He got into some trouble in Belize. So when he lived in Belize, he was a superstar. So he donated computers to government facilities, schools, you know, local governments, the primary government. He he just donated a lot of things. On top of that, he donated a lot of uh, things as far as guns and equipment to the police department as well because he loves guns, man. He loves guns. Well, he created his own police department is what it was. So I'll let you get to that. Well, the the actual police department, from what I read, he actually just donated to the actual police department as well. So law officials, like actual officials, because he did have uh, his special force Navy SEALs and stuff that he kept in house all the time. But for the like literally the government himself, he gave them computers. And that's what kind of got a little tricky. So. I'll get into that in a second. So what ended up happening was a neighbor, a neighbor was complaining about his dogs barking. Now, Mr. McAfee was like, nah, I do whatever I want. My dogs do whatever they want. You shut up. That same night, a piece of beef got thrown over the fence. All the dogs were killed. I think it was three dogs that got killed by poison. Yeah. So the, the next day, his neighbor was dead. Yeah, they found him, fall. Yeah, yeah. They found him dead. And... Because he had get donated these computers to the government, allegedly he said that he had collected information and was able to monitor the local government with the computers he had donated. So this is kind of where things got a little weird, where he ended up fleeing Belize and ended up just on the run after that you know, murder. So it wasn't multiple murders that he was linked to. It was just this one that caused him to kick rocks because he said the prime minister had already released that he needed to get put in, in custody. So from there... You know, he never went back to Belize, so he took off and he was just doing his thing. And he's wanted in the U.S. for tax evasion. That's all I could find as far as what he was wanted for. There was nothing crazy or anything like that. As far as I could find, he was wanted for tax evasion. But during this phase of him being indicted back to Belize, he ended up in Guatemala. So, And from there, he's just bouncing all over the place. So he's a super rich guy. And he's not really staying anywhere put. So he was actually an early adopter of a lot of cryptocurrencies. He, he created his own one that, that ended up flopping. But in the process of him being on the run a lot, he was actually using a lot of cryptos. He even mentions that in London, one of the places where he ended up before, you know, um, before he, he got arrested in Spain. But in London, he was actually paying with, for everything with cryptocurrency. I mean, oh, he wow. said... Yeah, he was he was Monero. He used Monero to pay for really, really nice hotels in London, which I was like, oh, I didn't know that. So while he was on the run, I think he converted a lot of his assets into cryptocurrency, which helped him stay out of the system. So he said he he didn't believe in banks. He didn't have any money in banks. So which means he he converted a lot of his stuff into, you know, crypto. So that's how he was kind of supporting himself while he was on the run. So but eventually from the the Dominic Republic, going to Cuba, they were all kicking him out. Nobody wanted him in the country because he was just bouncing back and forth. You know, I, I think even in Cuba, they said, hey, America said, we're, we need to send you back. <laughs> we're not going to do that. Just get out of our country. So then he yeah. went actually from, from Cuba. Then he was going to, so poor guy, he was on the run, but not really poor guy because he was always, you know, just living his life. So he didn't really mind traveling so much anyways. So I'll kind of go, that's. Up until his death, that's kind of what he was doing. He wasn't doing anything too exciting. I do have a little topic here about his wife. Now, his wife, during this whole time where they're on the run, he's he allegedly said that his wife was trying to kill him the whole time. That actually this Sinaloa cartel was trying to kill him. Because when he got all that information from Belize, he got a lot of information that the actual prime minister had set up to murder a lot of his comp- anybody who was competing against him or running against him. Because he was in cohorts with the Sinaloa cartel. So with them two kind of conjoining, all the information he was getting from them put him in the target of all these crazy people because he was collecting data on the prime minister. So he said he had information on the prime minister doing this, doing that, which allegedly, who knows what he has. So he said that his wife, who, get ready for this, 
was a prostitute. He even says it on the thing. His wife before was a prostitute, and it was still his wife now. That black lady that you see everywhere. Uh, yeah. What's her name? I forget her name. I think it started like, it's like Jenny or something like that. I wrote it down, but I, I wrote over it. But he ended up getting with her, and they're like, well, how do you know she was trying to kill you? She told me. She confessed to everything. She was trying to kill me for five years. Always poisoning my food, doing this, doing that. I was like, what in the world? What and the you're heck? still with her? Yeah. Love is love. Yada, yada, yada. She's the smartest, most cunning woman I've ever met. I'm like, okay, well, Janice. Her name's Janice. Janice, yeah, that's so, right. So anyways, when he, was living in a, when he was living in Tennessee, he had like Navy SEALs protecting him. So it was the timeline of tracking him down. I didn't really make a timeline because it was hard to follow where he was jumping from, from place to place. So up until recently, he was arrested in Spain, going from Spain to Turkey. And then that's kind of where it, the story ends when he was in Spain and they finally got notification that they were going to extradite him back to the US. So as far as all that, that, that's pretty much what I found, you know? So the Sinaloa cartel had threatened to kill him and the prime minister had threatened to kill him. But then that was all, I mean, why would the US kill you? But then other, here's the thing. The only conspiracy I found, and I'll, I'll, I'll hand it over to you after this, was that he allegedly had also, with McAfee antivirus, had hacked into a lot of corporations. So he was able to see on the day in, day outs of a lot of corporations. So all the faulty stuff going on, all the fraudulent stuff going on, he was able to, you know, determine what corporations had. So that's all the information he really had. He also mentioned that he did that for the government. So that's the only little catch that I can see. Because I don't see a corporation trying to kill you for, you know, for stealing information. Maybe like, hey, man, let's go to court. Trying to sue you maybe, but... Uh, death threats from coca-cola i don't know so but turn my page okay files of corporations that's all i have yeah so that's all i really had so i just found a lot of facts by watching a tremendous amount of youtube videos now last thing i'll leave you before you get in your conspiracy he did like a lot of drugs and he did like a lot of alcohol so I'll hand and it he over was to a, you from there. yeah and he and he he was a very <clears throat> much a fornicator as well he was very, very sexual human being. Yeah, I, I, I kind of started on the fact side too, and it kind of gave the run, the rundown about pretty much everything that you kind of went through. But um, he did like a there was a twenty twenty segment on him. There was uh, a documentary done by what was that lady's name? Nisi. Gosh, I can't remember her name now. But that one's called uh, Gringo. Was that documentary that she did on him? And then there's there's countless. There's countless uh, YouTube videos just across the board, but just recently now because uh, he's been unalived is what's kind of kind of threw me down the rabbit hole a little bit. And then looking over his life, I mean, there was no at no point did he ever try and pretend like he was a sober individual. Like, and at no point in time was he trying to play that off. He was very open that he he liked drugs. He was manufacturing a, oh, one yeah. of the drugs that he really likes that said that it gave him a high libido. He was a weird dude. He was a weird, weird dude that invented something that made him a lot of money. And with the money, when he went to Belize, he got into business with this lady that was, what was her name? Let's see. Uh, Allison, I, I can never say her last name. On Adonizo, Adonizo, Allison. Um, so I guess she's a botanist, and she was actually trying to figure out the link between plants and healing infections in human bodies. So essentially, it was going to be a different antibiotic. So he actually funded her um, her research and built her an entire lab there in Belize. And just outside of Belize, there was. Uh, like a police station that he actually built and then supplied supplies to him is the rabbit hole that it sent me down. Uh, I mean, I didn't gotcha, gotcha. veer too far off into that, but that's the only police station that I ended up hearing about through my research or reading about. So th- they they start disagreeing, right? Which is every movie known to men. The thing that that gets me the most about McAfee is his life is literally one of those TV shows that you watch, like Ozark or like Mosquito Mosquito Coast. You know, it's just it's just crazy events that take place one after the other, and it's like this 
this cannot possibly be real. Like who who is this guy that he's literally running from from country to country? And yeah. he even got deported uh, what was that? 2013 he got deported back from Belize. They deported him to Florida and he was actually in the states in 2013 for a little while and then he just got slammed with uh lawsuits left and right and that's when he i guess left for a tax evasion because he hadn't paid taxes in four years or something and he just so he went through all of that and he had his uh, he had his home in carmelita which is when the the guy that he moved in next or the guy that was i think he built his house next to where mcafee already was um, but it took him a few years to build it. That was Greg Fall. So Greg Fall hated his dogs. He hated all the people that he brought back from, quote unquote, the jungle, which is what his mom, I guess his mom had, Greg's mom had visited. So she kind of uh, testified that, you know, Greg didn't like McAfee at all. You know, he, he wanted a peaceful retirement and he felt like McAfee ruined that. So he, I guess he threatened McAfee that he was going to kill his 10 dogs. And, you know, shortly after, all ten, all ten of McAfee's dogs are are dead. So I guess so McAfee goes because I got I got a, one of the news reporters from uh, Australia said that only three dogs were dead, and then I heard ten dogs, but I was like, maybe I'll go with the three because I heard ten dogs from just random sources. Yeah, but the actual guys who were like legit reporters, I was like, okay, three. Do- I'll run with three dogs, but I heard yeah, ten yeah. as well. So yeah, yeah, yeah. And he, I, he even now, like his most recent home before he got arrested, he had a bunch of dogs there too. I guess he just he loved dogs, but he had big dogs that they just kind of ran around and did whatever the heck they wanted. So his dogs die. He goes to the authorities, says, you know, my dogs are poisoned. Blah blah blah. Someone needs to look into it, according to him, right? Because I saw a bunch of. Um, of the segments on him. So it's, some of this is his testimony. Some of it's like some of his workers and his prostitutes that testified as well. And so shortly after that, nothing happens. And then a few days later, Greg Fall ends up murdered in his home pretty brutally too. They tased him a couple times and then he was executed. So the Belize government obviously looks at McAfee as the number one suspect. I mean, that's the reasonable thing to do in that scenario. <laughs> So from there, that's kind of what um, I think he gets. I can't remember if he gets raided before that or after that. No, he got raided before that because when he was first in in Carmelita, he gets raided by the government and then he leaves and he goes further into the jungle closer to where he had like the lab and he builds his own police station there. He starts getting paranoid, according to testimony there. And he then, was always paranoid, though. Since uh, sorry to cut you off, but even since the eighties, he was always paranoid. Yes, so this yeah, isn't anything. His paranoia wasn't anything new. He was just sufficiently amount of paranoid. Always. Yes. Yes. Always. Yeah. He lived in a constant state of paranoia, but apparently he got a little bit more amped up, and that's actually where he went. And him and Allison started disagreeing. Uh, she also. Uh, testified that he drugged and raped her. They have a disagreement on that. She claims she went to the authorities. Nothing was ever done. Uh, she says the FBI claimed that they had no jurisdiction. Uh, he just completely like denies it. And he's just kind of like, she can say whatever she wants. I never touched her. Just like moved on. It didn't even like phase this dude. So I guess when they have a disagreement, then he goes back to Carmelita. And then when he's in Carmelita, that's when he, him and Greg have this uh, altercation and then Greg ends up murdered in his home. So from there, he feels like the government in Belize is just after him. And then he starts moving around from there. And then he gets, um, he actually ends up es- uh, like escaping into Guatemala. But then he does like an interview with Vice. So then they actually track him down and that's how he gets arrested there. And then he gets um, deported from Belize back to Florida. And then he's in Florida for a little bit. But. <laughs> Anyways, sorry, well, I know, I'm, I'm know, kind of well, recapping I think, similar of what. I forget where it was. I forget, yeah, but I forget there was a point. I want to say it was when he got arrested in Guatemala that he was going to go to Belize, but he pretended to have a heart attack. That's right, yeah. They, that's they when said, he faked you know his what? heart attack. And then they sent him to Florida instead. So yeah, that timeline in my brain got a little skewed, but now that you're saying it again, it's putting the timeline a little bit more structured in my brain because 
you know. Yeah, I mean, he he was he was ultra paranoid. I mean, he he claimed even the prostitutes he was sleeping with were trying to kill him. Like someone was always trying to kill him. He was he was he lived in a constant state of paranoia, and he had like thirty seven lawsuits against him, and he never paid a dime to a single one of the lawsuits, even the ones that got won. He just thought they were all frivolous and like he just decided he wasn't going to deal with them and he just kept getting sued left and right and never never paid out any of those um so you know he becomes an international fugitive you know he's wanted for tax evasion now he was never convicted of um he was never convicted of um what's the guy's name again gosh why am i i'm all i'm all kebobbled uh Greg Fall. He was never convicted yeah. convicted of Greg's, but Greg's family actually ends up filing a lawsuit against him. I think that's what actually uh, makes him decide to leave Florida and start, uh, you know, bouncing around again. And they're awarded. They win the, that lawsuit, so he, he's supposed to pay out like several thousand, several several million dollars. I can't remember specifically the number, but it was a huge lawsuit that they actually win, and he feels like that was. Uh, completely unfair because there's no conviction that for them to hold it, hold him, hold him accountable for that. So he feels he doesn't owe them anything. He claims he's innocent this entire time. So yeah, he's just bouncing around. Um, he actually, you know, has bodyguards. He's just he's just paranoid. I think he escapes, not escapes, but he flees the United States after the presidential run as well with like his campaign. Um, like, uh, what is it? What is it called when everyone that helps you do your campaign, the um, whatever people he's employed there, like the people that help you run your campaign? I can't think of the word. I'm all yeah, bobbled. Yeah, and they're all wanted for tax evasion as well, so they all flee together. So hey, that's a hot let's mess. All go together. <laughs> I know. So, so you know, now he's he's wanted for all of this, and um, then. I think it wasn't until October of 2020 that he actually gets arrested in Spain. So this is this was fairly recent. So this guy's been on the run for, you know, so long claiming yeah, that the government's true. trying to kill him, blah blah blah. Not till October 2020 that he gets arrested, but even though he's arrested in the in the in Spain, He's still tweeting. He's still uploading videos. Like oh, he, he has a he, YouTube he, I channel. I have friends. I love it here. I'm drinking every night. All this other stuff. Yeah, like he that. says life is great. That you know, for someone young who hasn't lived their life, a prison can feel like that as a prison. But for him, he's just he likes it there. He was in no rush to get out. He wasn't worried about it. Right? He didn't. I'm sure he didn't have to worry about running all the time. So then he he sends out a tweet that the government, the U.S. government, is essentially telling him, you know, hey Mac McAfee, we're coming for you we're gonna make you suicide yourself right so he gets this tattoo of his cryptocurrency on his arm which people keep saying schwacked but it's actually just whacked but the the way that cryptocurrency works is that you put the dollar sign in front of it so it has like the the identifier right you know a little bit more about cryptocurrency than i do so the the it's a dollar sign and then it says whacked so some people say schwacked um or some say whacked but, you know, he puts this on his arm and says, if I die, uh, if, you know, I die of suicide, it wasn't me, right? That he's claiming that he's not going to unalive himself, that he'd never commit suicide. There's some history in his past, like um, his dad mysteriously died of suicide as well and had a heavy drinking problem, which, you know, they kind of att- uh, say like he he inherited that from his father, you know, that kind of addictive personality. Um, so yeah, and he's done, he's done so many interview segments too. The, where I stand is, is I don't really have a solid stand. So either, either this guy is a genius and he thought this through for two decades and planned this out and, you know, had this whole thing and it was telling everybody he knew, everyone who ever talked to him that he'd never commit suicide and then off himself. And actually did commit suicide just to continue on this long scam or whatever you want to call it. Or someone's government, either ours or another government that was after him, is that dumb and decided to unalive him. And, you know, he's he's threatening to, before he passed, he was threatening to uh, release a bunch of documents if he if he was unalived, right? 
So none of those documents have come to surface. So now it's like people are looking for these sites. Um, obviously, randos are creating these sites that are like countdowns of when he's he was uh, all the documents are going to be released. I I'm kind of siding on the side of I'm I'm mostly in the middle. Like I'm just curious what's going to happen, but I'm mostly on the side of this dude was a little bit out of control. I mean, he's. There's a lot of coincidences that kind of happened around him on the negative aspect. Um, I mean, he has accusations of rape. He has an accusation of murder. Um, I mean, there there was uh, the Gringo documentary that was done with him. A lot of his like past employees came to um, do interviews. Like he had some freaky stuff that they said that I'm not going to repeat. Uh, some of the prostitutes were saying. Another guy was uh, saying, you know, that he. McAfee gave him $5,000 to put in some guy's account. And then he went to go pick up that guy. And that guy was like really close to Greg Fall's house. So he was like, yeah, McAfee paid. But then like a few months later after the, the, um, after the documentary came out, that guy actually recanted on, on uh, McAfee's YouTube channel. All of these people that testified or not testified, but interviewed uh, these stories about him said, that they just wanted to accept the money because that money was significant where they lived. So they lied on the documentary. One guy said that he talked to McAfee and McAfee was like, yeah, just like take the money. Who cares? You know? And McAfee said in one of his interviews that he's like, the guy was so smart that he told them a story that nobody would ever possibly believe, you know? (laughs) So it's just, there's a lot of craziness going on now. His wife, because, um, so 20 October, 2020, He's arrested. June 23rd, he's set to be extradited to the U.S. Hours, not even days, not even like hours later, he's found of suicide. It's like, it's a little suspicious on both sides. It's like, do do you trust someone who is this erratic and this paranoid and this just all over the place? Uh, or is, is somebody's government truly that dumb where they're going to follow through with something though well, he's you, ca- you know, constantly, I, they this, call this bluff. This is, this is kind of like where, where all this conspiracy stuff is rolling and rolling. He did everything exactly the way I would do it. So just the way he lived his life, I'm telling you, everything he did, the way he acted, he's like, just ever. I would do exactly the same thing. I'm like, am I a psychopath? Cause you give me too much money, <laughs> I, everything. Now hear me out. I'm in jail. I'm loving the life. I am able to get the internet. I'm able to set things up. I have a YouTube channel. I'm tweeting. Now, do I have time at this point to start setting something up that can just kind of clear everything out? I'm 74 years old. I don't want to deal with this anymore. The life I'm living, I'm getting too old for this and I just want to retire. I love my life. I love traveling. He would always go to the jungle and he had a little house in the jungle too. You know, I think that's... the, the thing that got him doing the alleged meth labs and stuff in the jungle as well. But he yeah. had a nice little house in the jungle as well. Why don't I set up the next cadaver that comes through? Let's do some plastic surgery, make him look just like me. And I die in a prison where I'm having a good time. As soon as they decide to extradite me, let's make it happen. Can we do that? Absolutely. Now, most people say, well, I say that about everybody. Well, for this guy, because he thinks in the same pattern I would, I think to him to kind of wipe things clear, he would just pretend unalive himself. He's a prime candidate for this, by the way. Everybody else that they say that happens, oh, Elvis was still alive or oh, Tupac's still alive. They have nothing to gain by going quiet. You know, Tupac That's true, and he's, he's ridiculously wealthy on top of that. He had everything to gain. So you get everybody involved. You know, there's just the pattern of behavior that's so erratic and he wants to make so much attention because why else would he really care and make such a big splash about it if he was really not trying? You know, he sets it up so well. And then the kicker is I never really died. I just wanted to see everyone do and act this way about my death. You know, so it wasn't really about him dying. Yeah, it was. It's a public. Now everybody knows. People who didn't know who he was found out, oh, that's the same guy. He's what? Oh, that's nice. So now everybody's confirmed that he's gone. But because the way he lives, the way... The amount of money he had, he could have, he could pay someone a lifetime, his whole family, the guy's dying of cancer, plastic surgery, make him just look like him, heal up, let's switch spots. Because he looked a little different at the end, by the way. 
He had like yeah, and it was, it was interesting too that he's made it. He he's evaded all the way up into this point, and then sorry, I'm hitting my mic. He's made it all the way to this point, and then suddenly he's captured, and then so- shortly after, I mean, what a half a year later, he's suddenly dead. We're gonna send it's you like, back. Hey, we're gonna send you suspicious. back. We're gonna send you back. We're gonna send you back. We're gonna send you back. Telling him, hurry up, because we're gonna have. They they loved him in Spain, so why would they like? Let's ask you. Got to you. Got to go back. For me, I don't. I wouldn't have believed he would have done it this way if he would have been here in the U.S. and then died in a U.S. prison. The way I believe it is, he died. He wink, wink. He unalived himself in a place where he could still have adequate ways to get out of there. So Spain, they would still kind of allow him paying off politicians in Spain, whatever it may be. But I wouldn't believe it. My own thoughts now, I wouldn't believe if it was in the U.S. But just the way he's doing it, I think my pattern of behavior and his kind of align that's exactly what i would do i want i'm done i'm done running i don't want to run anymore people trying to take from me i'm always suspicious what's the best way to get people off your butt i'm dead yep dead yep so that's a good point i didn't even i didn't even think that that way i was just like either this guy's a mastermind and just wanted to make his name survive as long as it could or someone someone's government just dropped the ball like (laughs) yeah so but I'm, that makes I'm, more I'm sense. Say, that would yeah. make yeah. that would make much more sense and follow through all the way around. Plus, he's very mistrusting of the government. So then it would also feed into that, like, oh, you can't even trust your government, right? Even though I said and I yes. gave everybody the heads up, like they're coming after me, and then he he is unalived now. Then it puts that yeah. suspicion on the government even more so because then they're like, "Wow, they're just willing to do it nilly willy, nilly willy." Oh, now, now, nilly, yeah, now what is it's, the word? So now you have willy nilly, willy nilly. <laughs> I, I know what you meant, but you know, now given the news and how things work, you know, there's another gentleman. It just happened to that was very public and everyone's like, oh yeah, that's a mess. That legit, there's no way that guy's still alive. That That's 100% poor guy. It is what it, well, not poor guy, but he had it coming. There's too many people that wanted him unalived. But McAfee, he's been on the run for years, like you're saying. Yeah. No gov, he's not really that much of a threat to anybody. So why would a government really want him dead? You know, the dead man switch, he keeps threatening about 31 terabytes, 31 terabytes. And hasn't come out. Well, that so that was together. that was if I die, suspicious. If I die, it comes out. If I die, it comes out. And he died; it hasn't come out, so he's still alive. Boom. Well, the suspicious thing too is before he was set to be extradited, the he, which was just suspicious in and of itself too, but still kind of plays into it. Uh, allegedly, he I didn't look it up, but he he allegedly tweeted. You know, he has all of this info somewhere on a street. So it was kind of a vague information, but it was a general air, a general enough area. Then shortly collapse. after yeah. he tweets that, a building in that general location that he said, the building in Miami, Florida, collapses. So then they're like, is this tied to McAfee now? Is this his backup and his kill switch? And then now they're willing to take him out because he... He, they know nothing's going to come out because they've destroyed it, right? And, yeah. So there's all of these things that start to it's play all into him, this. Though. Like, look, legitimately, like the more and more it goes in, that's exactly the stuff I would do on my end if I was him. There's nothing that has anybody else involved. Like I'm telling you, he's setting up this whole controversy himself, and he's doing it himself because he's. It's not worth coming after him. It's just not. It's just not. They would have already done it. The CIA would have already taken care of it. There. It's just more and more things and then they're like well we can't prove he ever owned anything there you know the condo doesn't come up doesn't show up he never owned anything there so yeah it, all these things just aren't enough for me to say oh man this it's somebody else more and more and more even us having this conversation it's more and more my thoughts are now more clear that he did it he wanted a clean start he's still alive somewhere it it is what it is he's he's too he's too much of a character to go out <laughs> the way he did but he set it up perfectly. Right. And and that was kind of where my mindset was, is that he I felt like he was too much of a too much of a narcissist, right? He he mm-hmm. truly thinks he's he's so he thinks he's a genius, you know? He's he's right. for him to unalive himself, in my mind was just like okay, either Yeah. I know I said that multiple times. So I was kind of stuck on that end. But this, yeah. yeah, now that you say that makes so much more sense, that would actually connect a lot more pieces 
more accurately because I'm like, this just yeah. doesn't add up. This is very like the other person, you know, like uh, oh, I, I don't want to say that's, I don't want to say their deal. name now because you didn't say it. So yeah. I'm like, are we going to get blocked? It's a done deal. <laughs> no, it's a done deal. I'm, it is what it is with that with on that side. But, you know, it's like those those spy those not spy movies. Well, yeah, they do it in spy movies, but like the murder mysteries, they're like, who can solve this? Another cycle. Yeah. Like, and then my first thoughts, like, no one else thinks that? Nobody else thinks that? Because even on, like, uh, Fox News, the Hannity Report, you know, that guy's hilarious. I don't, I don't watch him often, but he came up on my feed because just the way he talks to people is fantastic. He says some crazy outlandish stuff to women. He called this lady old and ugly, and she's she's like 20-something years old. He's like, you're old and ugly. Oh, my God. It was like, <laughs> on his show, it's fa- it's funny. It's funny. So they're talking about it. And at the end, one of the the guy that I'm always talking about, that's on, on Joe Rogan's podcast. Joe Rogan needs to sponsor us, man. Something like he would. But there's a CIA <laughs> operative he always has on his podcast. This guy's now on Fox because he has his own sci-fi show. There he does a lot of uh, chasing aliens and stuff. Uh, Mike Baker. There we go. Mike Baker. Mike Baker. The, it's about to end the show, and he goes, "Well, I don't know, but I haven't seen a body." And then they cut. I'm like, oh my goodness. He's the only one that thinks it too. Because he didn't want to say it. Because he didn't want to seem like he's in conspiracy theory. But yeah, yeah. considering the CIA operative is the first one to think. it's There's too much There's too much correlating that, you know. Um, I don't know. I don't know. He's he's He would play it perfectly. Now, let's say, you know, DNA testing comes out. I still won't believe it. I mean, it's like the flatter. Right. Especially, especially with the technology that we have nowadays. Um just in my problem too is like in general when it comes to a lot of these tests like uh anyone who hasn't seen did you ever watch making a murder on netflix no i never did i know so about ma- the, the dumb kid am i gonna get to go to see my wrestling show that's all I <laughs> yes <laughs> sort of but but yeah okay. just just the just the way that these tests can be altered and fabricated even if that de- DNA came out, it would still kind of be like, mm, hold on, we'll marinate on this a little bit. I mean, his wife now is coming after the media and saying, you know, it's not an official suicide yet. It's still under investigation um, that yeah. her that her husband would never do this. And I didn't even hear the part where he allegedly said that she was trying to kill him, kill her, too. She was. Oh, my God. She, she, had, kebab she by admitted him? it. Yeah. Oh, she I admitted did, it. She had uh, allegedly he said it. That she told him that she confessed to everything that she was being paid by the Sinaloa cartel to do it, and she was trying to do it. So dang. So but see, and he's just yeah, that yeah, I agree. Uh, you switched me. Ah, <laughs> uh, I, I have no stability. Like <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it's just there's just too much. I think this needs to be pushed. Maybe, maybe it won't. Maybe there's there's proof somewhere else. But considering how he looked towards the end. Maybe he was changing his appearance intentionally because he didn't always look like that. He always had a regular, you know, a regular look. But if you if you look at the pictures when he was finally caught in Spain, maybe he was already sick or something possibly, but he just looked way different. Maybe he prepped himself to look more like the cadaver they could find or the person that was dying of cancer. And he hmm. made the effort to look more like him. But it's just something that I would do to be like, man, I'm done. I'm tired of running. I've, I've said this plenty of times, but. You know, I want out. I have plenty of money. I want to enjoy the last few years, not running from every government, not running from every lawsuit. You know, I don't want to be having these Navy SEALs in my house every week. Maybe I'll keep a couple of them, but I've I've brought too much attention upon myself. I, I want a clean start, you know, so. Yeah, he like does. I'm all looking, I'm like, looking hey. up what he looks like now. So, yeah, he, he looks slightly different. He I don't ever remember him looking like that. All of a sudden, he dyed his hair and all this, all this stuff. It was like, huh, what's going on here? Yeah, he looks, he looks like, he looks puffier too. Like, I don't want to say fat, but like, because obviously he gained weight, you know. But I'm looking at these pictures of him in Barcelona. But yeah, he just looks. He he does look different. Like he doesn't. Like it's like who who is like that. I'd share my screen, but I'm on my phone. Oh, yeah. Okay. So it's like, yeah. I mean, he just looks like a different person. And, and see, plastic surgery, if we just look at the like beauty industry right now, I mean, 
plastic surgery can dramatically change stuff, especially if you're going for dramatic. To you can completely look like a different person within a few surgeries, oh, yeah. if not one surgery, because especially if he's willing to risk it for the biscuits and my gosh i mean why not that's all you have to do i mean what do you have to lose at that point too i just yeah i go to a nice you know portuguese plastic surgeon get all this reconstructed you know it's like what's going on you know new new hair transplant or whatever you need shave your head bald wear a wig whatever you need to do but facial reconstruction that's it next thing you know the algorithm can't even pick you up with your own phone so it is what it is I mean, that's wild, but, but uh, yeah, I don't think to, to kind of wrap it up. I don't think anybody did anything to him. I don't think any government really wanted to do anything to him. I don't think he really had all the information he said. I think he did get information by leeching in with the software, some other stuff, but as much as that software was pushed, I think any back door would have been found by how many people had their hands on McAfee software. There's no way you're going to release a software and you're going to have a back door and no one's going to see it. There's just yeah. too many people out there, too many people smarter than you that are going to instantly catch it. So him saying that he had a, maybe to a couple of people, but after an update or something, it was no longer there. But, you know, I don't believe everything he said just because he loved attention. And yeah. that's the best. I mean, that's what he loved and he breathed. Off. Somebody, yeah. Yeah. But then he realized the attention was going to eventually get him killed or he was just tired of looking over his shoulder. So. I mean, yes, 75, right? 74, 75. So already you're, you're not as wild as you used to be. So yeah, you got to slow down at some point and it's got to be tiresome at some point. I mean, he reminds me a lot of, uh, uh, towards the end, he, he reminds me of, uh, Mickey Rourke. (laughs) That's who every time I see him, I'm like, uh, it's like Mickey Rourke's brother. (laughs) It's, it's, yeah, it's, he's like Dan Bilzerian meets, uh, Elon Musk meets like, Robert Downey Jr. when he was actually on drugs. So, <laughs> it was just it was just one of those things. I'm like, dang. I was getting worried too watching some of these videos. I was like, okay, that looks like fun. And they're, they're like, he was a loose cannon. I'm like, I don't know what you're talking <laughs> about. That looks like fun. <laughs> I started getting worried. I was like, because that's, ex- I can't stress enough. The stuff he was doing, I'm in. I'm in. There was there was one one interview where he did it with a famous YouTube guy and the YouTube guy goes, yeah, we went to his house and, you know, um, he, they invite us in. They pat us down. SEAL Team 6 is like pretty much at the front door tapping you down every 30 minutes. And But after that, they're like, ah, come on in. As soon as you walk in, they offer you stuff to drink. They offer you some drugs. And like if you're in, the women are upstairs before the interview. Go ahead. He's like, no, I'm Damn. okay. Like, are you sure? Are you sure? Are you sure? He's like. Uh, I don't know. Maybe, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You know, you get confused. You're like, okay. So, you know, just the drugs, the alcohol, the life, the traveling, the fun, the dogs, the weapons. Come on. I mean, the I don't fun. Know. I can't explain. The Sir? fun. Um, is that what I said? <laughs> I, shit, I'll run a little bit too. I got to get some cardio in. No, sir. We're running from this. We're running from every country's government. Ah, that's it. I'll end up somewhere. Edward Snowden has a home. I think I can find one. Well, didn't he do an interview with uh, Joe Rogan too? Wasn't he? Oh, yeah. 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 That was was a a couple of years ago, actually. And he he sounds normal, but then he says things that were kind of psychotic in the same phrase. Yeah. So he sounded very normal, but then he would just go off the rocker and be, you know, a little pompous or a little too sure of himself, but then sound normal again. So I was like, you know, I like this guy. He's likable. He's not, he shouldn't be likable to most people, but for me, I'm very particular, and I, I tended to like him every time I heard him in an interview, even though he was a little psycho every once in a while. He'd say some. Well, crazy the thing stuff, too like, was was like you know some of the some of the um, people that interviewed you know like they tried to make him out to be like he was this like. He ran as a libertarian one, which I know doesn't hold exactly. much, much weight. Exactly. Yeah. But they tried to make him out to be like this this dictator type of person that was trying to take over Belize. But yet, a lot of this community was around him and willing to work with him. And is it maybe because yeah. they just got paid off enough? Sure, possibly. But I mean, he had a lot of the locals around him that to me, it was kind of like, Okay, there has to be something we're missing on that aspect because 
they're all there. They're not trying to like overthrow him. But then I'm like, okay, well, he claims he's, you know, prostitutes are trying to kill him. His wife trying to kill him now. You know, the government's trying to kill him. So it's like, okay. I've been there. I'm probably there right now too. (laughs) (laughs) Let's cut that out. Let's cut that out. (laughs) No, it's staying in. I'm not trying to suicide myself. I'm not trying to suicide myself. Shawacked. <laughs> I know. So, but but man, guys, you you guys tell us what you guys think. I mean, we're we're right at an hour. We're probably just saying the same things over and over. It, I wanted to dive into this and find like a clear cut conspiracy. Oh, the government, this or that, or somebody, or a politician, or you know, the Sinaloa cartel. But I think it was just him. I guarantee you, the signs. He's just that much. You know, he had that many resources to pull it off. He had yep. too many motives to pull it off. And it, who's the one to benefit from this the most? He is. No government was going to benefit from this, really, to be honest. No yep. no one's going to benefit except himself. So that's for me. I was like, you know what? That's that's what I would do. So that's just my gut feeling. And I, I'm not that kind of person who says, oh, he didn't die. Biggie's still alive. Tupac's still alive. Elvis, I, those are the same three people I keep mentioning. But who else? They said uh, Prince, Michael Jackson, Prince, Prince. Michael Jackson's still alive. No, uh, those, those people. There's a recent one, just recently. They need, they need the fame to stay. You know, especially Michael Jackson was dying in debt towards the end. Oh my so, gosh! You know. Speaking of Tupac, because it's popping up in my brain. Have you seen? Uh, man, I'm just starting to feel bad for Will Smith. I'm gonna be honest. <laughs> What happened? What happened? I guess Jada Pinkett and and Tupac were like BFFs and they were like in love with each other, but she was like no. with Will. So then I guess there's a letter that surfaced that Tupac wrote Jada because you know how she has like this red table talk and she's trying to be all transparent and stuff. And okay. people are just like, Jada's out of pocket half the time. <laughs> but I guess uh, Tupac wrote her this letter like, oh, I love you. Something like, essentially like she's the love of his life and you know that she he loves her and whatever 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 <laughs> and then willow actually wrote a letter too and was like uh, tupac can you just come back i know you're alive um can you just come back because i think my mommy misses you and if you come back we can be happy again and i was like what and, the- and when did she <laughs> what, is, what is what is I'm, I'm assuming like this was a few years back but it, it just recently i saw this I say it just got surfaced because I just saw it, but I, I'm not sure on the okay. timeline exactly. But um, I guess there was that letter that Tupac wrote out. And then Willow, when she was a little bit smaller, she wrote this letter to Tupac. <laughs> and I was like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Is this it right here? Do you see it? Yeah. Okay. So it says. No, there's another. So there's cool. another one too. Okay. okay. So this is the only one I found. I'll have to find it and send it to you, Tupac's but. Voice. Yeah, send it to me because that's crazy. But yeah, because okay. that one looks more like we'll a song. It. But it was like a legit, like a legit letter. And then there's one from Willow as well. And oh, there was like this mess. TikTok on it, and the guy's like, "You know, Will deserves better. He just needs to leave at this point." I, I'm like with him, man, he needs to go. They doing some voodoo witchcraft on him for him to stick well, around. Well, I guess uh, I, uh, I, I don't know if it was on Red Tape. Oh, what? Um, I don't know if it was on. Um, her red table talk or where it was, but I guess she told a story about how she had, she had to beg Tupac not to beat up Will Smith. So then the TikTok went off and they're like, do you understand that Tupac was five, seven and Will Smith was 220 pounds, six, two, like Will Smith could have took Tupac. Was Tupac a supposed gangster with an earring and some nose rings? And he looked a little on the softer side. Yeah, I, I I'd know. I'd put my money on Will Smith, but I don't know that just hit me because you're like Tupac, and I was like, oh my god, Will Smith, <laughs> and and it's crazy too because I've always liked him as an actor, and sure it could be because he's trying to improve his home life, but I feel like he was such a confident and great actor, and now recently since Jada started doing like her spotlight things and you know basically just putting him on blast as any chance she gets on her red table talk is the way that. It seems yeah. to most people, <laughs> and his acting has just gone down. And I think it's kind of shot his confidence too, where he kind of went in knowing, like, I'm a great actor. I got this. I'm going to make this the best entertainment that's believable as possible. 
And now he's just like the movies he put up are subpar. So I, I'm excited for I Am Legend too, but what well, depends? Because what ending are they going to go off of? Right? Because in one he dies, and in the other one he doesn't. So which... yeah, you have to you have to go back and watch it. The, the I think at first I thought it was a fake one, but then I saw that it was actually a real one. So I think they know. have three different endings. Like one, so. he hands him the cure. To uh, the other one, he dies, which was the original one. Which I didn't care for because it's like it was like yeah, a Titanic thing again. Like he could have yeah, fit he, in there. To, to, yeah, to bring this movie back, they're gonna he's gonna have to be alive. But anyways, but hey, let's let's cut it there because we're about to hit one hour exactly. Let's keep it perfectly there for because okay. just so everyone knows, I pay for, I pay for recording time. <laughs> yeah, I do it like that. Well, no, I paid for a year membership, so we'll keep it at an hour just for perfection. So okay, <laughs> sounds good. What did you give learn? Us, give us a run. What? Gee, I'm confused. I convinced myself <laughs> of stuff halfway through. We got a whole new conspiracy you haven't even heard about. <laughs> hey, let let me let me tell you guys something. But I don't know. <laughs> uh, remember, guys, if you listen on Apple Podcasts, be sure to go down, leave us a five star review. Uh, it really helps us out in the algorithm. If you listen on a different platform, just do whatever they let you do that's positive, whether it's a heart or a like. We really appreciate you tuning in with us. And remember, it's never too crazy. We'll see you next time. Thank you for watching the show. Tune in next time. Like and subscribe. See you soon.